Welcome to Backyard Philosophy, a podcast where a couple friends grab some cold ones, sit around the fire, and talk about science, philosophy, and history. Crack one open, sit back, and get a good laugh as we discuss everything from automation to why the meaning of life is 42. So, China was to invade the United States, what would their strategy be? We are not uh, military tacticians, we're just drinking whiskey and talking to ourselves, so take everything we say with a grain of salt. Ah, he gave me enough bourbon, all of a sudden I turned into a military tactician, but you were saying Coos Bay is the deepest bay that's in a non, non-busy non area. Yeah, so on the Oregon, on the western coast... I think Coos Bay would be a, a tactic, a, a, where they would try and land troops. It's a, it's a deep bay, but it's also not, uh, it's not Portland. It's not Seattle. It's not San Diego. It's not San Francisco. There, it doesn't have the population or military bases to resist. So in a sense, it could be, um, I forget the name of the bay that, or the area that the Germans thought we were going to land at, but we actually landed at Normandy. But it could be one of those situations. But I think that that's where they'd try and land. I agree. That I don't think they would attack in southern United States. I mean, I, I, it's just desert. Los Angeles, Utah, Nevada. Those, those states that they invade just could get steamrolled. Uh, northern California, a little more resistance. But I don't see the technical points that they have no water, no food. I mean— Sure, you have a few ports, and you should probably get send troops there. But if I'm sending a large army, I'm sending it north. And if they get to the point where China's invading the United States, I, Canada's involved, UK's probably involved, maybe Germany's involved. I don't think France is involved. I think France is having too many issues on its own. I don't think India or Russia are getting involved. Taiwan's going to get fucking run over. France has a good I, history of saving our ass at the last minute, though. I'll take it. They are definitely a Hail Mary. I'll fucking take it. But I I, I honestly think United States, if a if war in China versus the United States broke out, if the war's not done in three to four years, I think China invades the United States and gets pretty fucking far. I definitely agree. And I, I think I want to talk about what I think their strategy would be. So China's strategy is to pretty much play to our weaknesses take away our what we rely on so first thing they are going to do is knock out our navigational satellites so we lose internet we lose communications we lose navigation all our everything like that's going to have to rely on paper maps yeah all gps is run by the u.s military and they already have it's 2021 they have stuff in place to take out all of our military satellites and, and stuff like that i'm sure we have countermeasures Oh, you mean that? You mean that new that new rocket that went around the world, and we have no idea how they fucking did it? Yeah, let's. Uh, that's a little scary. But what they're what what they want is they want to conquer us. They want to own everything. They want to be England. They want to be you know France under Napoleon, like <laughs> the Leviathan of the sea. Yeah, I mean, if you think they're just content, they with, are. Uh, what are they trying to conquer right now? Is it Taiwan? Uh, yeah, they're having, well, we just supplied them with, uh, I think 70, God, $720 million or something like that, uh, dollars to help military, uh, Taiwan and 
their military. Yeah. And China's and they're, not happy with that. Yeah, they're not happy with that. They're they're going into Afghanistan after we've been gone for less than a day. They're oh, in there. This is this is this is a joke. Uh, this is the, this is a dark joke. But have you seen uh, the president? Oh God, is the president the right term for China? Have you seen him uh, talk about Taiwan recently? It was like two weeks ago. I'm surprised they even acknowledged it. But continue. They are talking about how China is growing. We need to unify all China, and it's time to bring Taiwan back into the loop and unite what China's true power is. It was like a dead-on speech from Star Wars. Like, the, the, the Republic doesn't flaw with, with arms, but a round of applause. It was like like an entire room, huge auditorium, like, like a stadium pretty much, filled with military individuals, all like— like copy and paste uniforms just like him saying like it's time to invade taiwan i was like jesus christ is no one worried about this well obviously they copied and pasted the uniforms it's fucking china mike (laughs) (laughs) oh but i don't think china i don't i think if a war breaks out between america and china how it starts is either America somehow finds it back up on the upswing and China's like, no, 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 we're going to put that out before they start rising again. Or their main strategy, which I think they're implementing perfectly, is simply do nothing and let us destroy ourselves. Or maybe push us a little bit in a certain direction to destroy ourselves. I think Gulf of Tonkin situation, China really good with real news. I mean, they're just going to put one of their ships with armed with with a bunch of people on it a bunch of chinese citizens blow it up and be like time to invade the u.s and they i honestly think they are either on par or might be slightly ahead of our military uh i don't think their military equipment is as sophisticated as ours but i think they can match us i think honestly if we don't if america and china broke out if we don't defeat them in three to four years china will be boots on the ground in the united states I mean, they uh, our night vision goggles, our missiles, uh, so much of our personnel equipment is all made in China, or we get the raw rare earth metals from China. We won't be able to see in the dark without NVGs, and we need that metal that comes from China to make them. We probably have enough to supply for three, four years, but after that, we run out of raw materials and can't make any more. I, I, I think China takes the advantage. I mean... All right, so this is how I see it goes. If it just breaks off, China decides to invade us. They're going to hit North Korea. Pro- actually, they're probably not going to hit North Korea. Uh, South Korea. They're going to convince North Korea to invade South Korea, roll over Taiwan. They probably won't mess with Japan. I mean, they already have a deal with Iran. They'll probably make a deal with Turkey to make sure Europe is occupied so they can't help us. Uh, they don't have their battleships. Not sorry, their aircraft carriers are not as plentiful in many as ours, but they have specialized missiles to destroy our aircraft carriers. I imagine those are high priority. That goes our air support in the Pacific. That goes our major advantage in Pacific. They have more battleships than us. Granted, ours is probably more sophisticated, but quantity wins when there's enough over quality. So I, I imagine they start taking over. We go into high production. I imagine they're probably going to show more uh, chaos with social media government officials saying no 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 no, it's our fault it wasn't china's fault it doesn't matter we're at war now it's us versus them and eventually so i i think there's going to be yeah they're going to have a definite information campaign because that's what they do before 
any sort of conflict. But when it gets to the point of like an actual conflict, we're going to lose our internet. We're going to lose all our communication. I mean, that's, that's what they do. They get rid of any kind of conflicting information and they only use their own. We'll be able to log on to like the Chinese internet. We'll be able to listen to the Chinese radio, but we're not going to be able to hear anything else. Did, oh, this is a little off topic. Do you hear about that uh, North Korean uh, video game uh, streamer who uh, kind of trolled China the other day? He uh, logged into their servers, and you know how you can tag and spray like pictures on the wall if you're playing PC games? Uh, he was spraying and tagging uh, Taiwan Square uh, protests uh, on these Chinese servers, and they kept banning him for it because, because it, I mean, talk about totalitarian government where they monitor and watch everything they do uh he was getting uh, banned for showing a news photograph of the protests against china and taiwan so he kept hopping into different servers using ip addresses to keep spraying that and he kept getting banned i thought one it was hilarious and two absolutely scary at the same yeah no their their control of the internet and govern and like social media and how the internet influences they are heavy-handed want to point out american-made equipment oh yeah oh yeah they they you know how much equipment china all right thank you cisco oh god it they follow no patent laws they follow no they uh, china no. barely follows any Mike, this is laws. shit that cisco makes for china this is what they make for china i thought you're talking about the, all the stuff they china steals from the american people well that too but this is no the most censorship equipment is made in the u.s i don't want to live on this planet anymore but anyhow let, let's let's go back i agree they're gonna knock out our communication system i mean honestly one place missile with a bunch of ball bearings knocks out all the internet and satellites for the entire world it's not as well as okay electrical too there's our electrical grids are not they're not uh, a few well-placed shots could knock out our electrical grid to major cities like Los Angeles, San Francisco, Seattle. That's what China's going to do. They're going to knock out our major cities so that they can they can come in and be the hero liberator. They're going to come in. They're going to provide power. They're going to provide food. They're going to get Americans dependent on them to survive because without power and food, people in major cities have no way to get that kind. They, there's no way to produce enough food in the city to feed that population. So I half agree with you. I agree with you. They'll knock out power, food, and water and try to brainwash and influence the people saying, hey, we're the saviors. Come join our side. You, or you have to say China is great in order to get your ration of food. But I honestly don't. If China invade, I don't think major cities are their major points of invasion. Yes, it's a nice. It's honestly, I think it's going to be ports and airports and military bases. Once that's done, I don't think they give a two shits about major cities because major cities can't survive without things being imported to them i think their major plan once they get boots on the ground solidify the the chain of supply so ports airports make sure they don't get bombed so remove the nearest military bases and simply move inland as fast as they can as quickly as they can again i think they're going to roll over southern california utah nevada arizona i think they're not going to re get any resistance in the south the south desert states until texas and oklahoma uh the midwest i'm not quite certain on the north i think they're going to stream roll simply because they don't have that much population there's not going to be a lot of american resistance and at this point canada's involved because if it's, this is pretty much another world war 
uh, they're China's gonna there's there's not that many people in Canada. They're China's gonna use Canada to navigate the United States and drop in at different points. I think they'll make it all the way to the Mississippi. I'm not trying to rag on Canada, but if Trudeau is still prime minister, then yeah, they're, he's definitely just going to let China do whatever he wants in hopes that they don't come after <laughs> them, which they will. Because that, but pro- China's not going to engage the United States until they've conquered all that they want in, in Asia. But, uh, well, I don't think so. So, one, uh, Canadian military is actually very impressive. Their equipment, their training, they just don't have a lot of soldiers. Uh, but I don't think China's invading. The- I think, wasn't it the three longest kill shots in the world are all canadian <laughs> i know the longest yeah is. it's like two miles with a fucking 50 cal as a canadian uh i think it's like 2.2 2.1 miles uh i don't think china's invading that much of asia until you, the major threat of the united states canada and the united kingdom are done are dealt with i'm not certain on germany i don't think france joins until the end uh but honestly north korea i'm sorry south korea taiwan maybe japan get invaded in asia i don't think india is going to fight with them even though it'd be fantastic if we convince india to fight china i don't think russia's going to fight with them even though it'd be even better to have russia fight against china i i think russia would fight against china because i think russia would see without the united states china would steamroll them that we i think russia would make a deal with the u.s to say hey let's let's get rid of these guys so this is we're the we're the enemy they know. Yeah, <laughs> true. Uh, that's very true. But honestly, I if I'm a Chine, uh, not sorry, a Russian lead. If I'm Putin, I'm not getting involved until either America wins or China wins, and simply fighting the defeated person. Like say America defeats China, Russia. Well, you gotta wait till it's winter too. Well, that's true. Uh, if America defeats China. Russia invades America. We're weakened. We don't have that many source supplies. We obviously can't defend ourselves. If China defeats America, they've probably ran out of the how many billion people. They don't have that many. I mean, they're not an agricultural country, not that strong of an agricultural country. Russia just had to destroy the crops, can't feed their people anymore. Seen rolls through them. I think Russia's going to play patient and out of the game until it suits their needs, which is when there's a victor. And a weakened victor at that. Yeah, uh, but I think I think I don't know. I think Russia is at certain points more ally than enemy. I th- I think it really depends on the situation. Again, I I think I, I I'm kind of curious about your point. I think it's a really good point of China's going to engage us before they try and conquer more of Asia because we're the only thing stopping them from conquering Asia. But at the same point, I think they'd rather just take over these countries and just wait and see if we do anything. And then use that as an excuse. No, I I think a major concern with I mean how many pe- how many billions of people live in Asia? That's a lot of mouths to feed. How much food is imported? Uh, first things of warfare. Well, they get a lot of shit from us. Uh, first things of f- agricultural wise. I mean, yeah, I'm not disagreeing with that with the shipping trade. But here's the thing, China doesn't give a shit if their people starve. It's different with a military basis. You can't fight a a war. With, on an empty stomach you need your supply lines if you don't have supply lines you will lose you need that they don't have enough food in their own country to feed the entire population so they need to have different types of food or supply lines that's where i th- see iran and turkey get involved iran and china made a treaty not too long ago turkey is not 
agreed with China, but Turkey's stirring up shit in Europe, and it seems like a new axis power forming there between them, because Turkey's military is not to joke with. They are a dark horse. They are a sleeping giant. Uh, but I agree with you that the enemy that you know is sometimes better. I think Putin knows, like, hey, if I have to have an enemy, I'd rather have the United States, because the United States won't blindly kill like pe- people. Who- but China will definitely. Who would you people. rather push around? Would you rather have to deal with Joe Biden or uh, Ping? Like one of those people could bomb you in the middle of the night. The other person can't doesn't even know where your fucking country is. Like let's be honest, one of us is less formidable than the other. We're not a threat to Russia. We're never going to invade Russia in the middle of the night. Oh yeah, no, completely agree. I don't think China's going to invade Russia in the middle of the night too. Uh, I don't really see him. No, I. <laughs> I don't think they will, but at the same time, I'm not going to bet for or against what China's going to do. Yeah, what's what's the South Park joke? Uh, China's like an LSD uh, pig on LSD. You don't know which way to get a run. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but no, I don't see China invading. Because look at India. India has so many manpower. At that point, it's like Soviet Union versus Germany. India doesn't have to have a well-trained military. They literally just have to hand them machetes and rocks and just throw that many bodies at them. And it's going to cut into... It's going to be Stalingrad. It's going to be Stalingrad all over again. Why make an enemy you don't have? I think China's going to focus on European nations and North America. I don't think they'd take India. They're not going to take India. They're going to take smaller Asian countries and work their way through the Pacific Islands until they get to U.S. territories. I I don't think so. And they're going to— I don't think they're going to take the Philippines. I don't think they're going to try to touch Australia. I don't think they're going to try to touch Thailand. I think they're going to focus on American allies. So South— I don't think they're going to touch— well, I think they're going to tr- they're not going to conquer Thailand in the same way they're going to conquer closer nations, but I think they're going to do some kind of blockade and make a deal be like, "Hey, we'll give you all this cool shit if you just, you know, fall into our rule." I I don't I I, I don't think not all of their operations are going to be military operations. That's not really how they roll. They're they're going to force people through trade and economic reasons to fall into line, I think. I agree with that, but I think they're only I think they're only going to focus on our major allies. I don't see Singapore, Vietnam, Thailand ever really assisting us in a war if war breaks out with China. I see them just kind of staying neutral, like, hey, don't touch our ports. We don't fuck with you. All right, cool. I, the only countries I really see them messing with is Taiwan, South Korea, and Japan. Those, I, those are the only ones we have major bases on, and honestly— that's a perfect example to use North Korea as cannon fodder if I'm China to send them into those regions for that military to take over. And once and then they'll get it. Well, I think, okay, so you, I don't think you're like, okay, so they've said many times that they, they want to own all that they once owned. Yes. Which is all of Asia. True. I think they're they're going to start there. They're going to start small. They're, like you said, they're going to train their military and operations in these places before they come after us and i think i this might be getting changing topics so if i if you want to address something i said i do think our military is definitely better trained than the chinese military agreed but they do have numbers which is concerning they have more drones more old fucking shitty ass planes more, that they can more soldiers easily put fucking more soldiers more e- drones that they can easily put some shitty drone technology and to fly at our aircraft carriers and we have missiles to stop them i I think that's probably true but i think their their training is not as good which is why they're not going to rely on a brute force they're not 
they're not Russia. They're not going to charge in with a full fucking just like every now granted it would be China. So like every third rifleman gets a rifle <laughs> and it would but what they're going to do is they're going to find our weaknesses. They're gonna like I said, take our all of our anything navigation related or internet or communications and they're going to fight us old school. They're gonna play they're going to use their strategists. And they're in it for the long haul. It's not, we're not going to get into war with China and it's going to be a three to five year thing. It's going to be a 50, 30 year, it might not even be considered a war. Like in the grand Another scheme cold of history, war? it might be considered a cold war. Well, if, if that's It'll the be case, a cold we lost. War like, the, like the cold war was where we're not fighting them on our soil, we're fighting them on... Everywhere. We're fighting them in, yeah, places where they're popping up. Like Taiwan would be a great example of that. Um, agree and disagree. So I don't think they're going to use their military to necessarily— I think they're going to use their military in, again, South Korea, Japan, and Taiwan to get their training. But if we see them solely start taking over the countries, I think America is going to be put on alert and start mass-producing war again. Start getting more battleships ready, more troops ready, more people enlisting. And if I'm China, I don't want that. I want more untrained soldiers going through a quick three to six week boot camp and sending them to the front lines. I don't want them to have the full 12 weeks, multiple months. I don't want them trained. So I think they steamroll over. Honestly, if I'm China, I'm having North Korea invade first and saying, oh, no, North Korea, don't do that. Wink, wink. And then we we all go, hey, oh, Shepherd to the left. <laughs> and then we send aid to South Korea, which we now get a little bit stretched out, which is a kind of see how we kind of react and build. They build up their Here's, forces up from there. I'm gonna throw out a date. Let me know if you agree. Twenty thirty five. I think that's when we'll engage in some kind of military conflict with China. How old is there? Uh, prime minister, president, dictator. Because uh, I think it's in his lifetime. I know. I don't think it's his successor. Their their hundred year plan is supposed to end in twenty forty nine. To to own most to their plan to own most of Asia. Well, <laughs> good luck trying to conquer Russia. Russia is a fucking big country with a lot of people who would fight back. Uh, I think they take over Mongolia. He's all right. All right. Xi Jinping was born in fifty three. So what is that? So 70-something? 74. Yeah, I don't think it's in his—well, I think it's in his lifetime. So if he lives for another— So another 10 years, 84? I I don't think it's in the next 10 years. But I could see—if he's 84, that would be 31. I don't know. We'll see. So I mean, I, fucking history's I, happening fast right I now. I think if America bounces and start going back on the incline— China does something about it. If we keep going decrying, they just let us burn ourselves out. Because right now, China is probably the... Uh, there's an argument to being the most powerful nation in the entire world. Us followed by second. Like, there, there's a very debatable argument of who's number one, America or China. And from what all I see is China. China is set up for the future. We're set up for the present. And let's be honest... If we're debating that in America, I mean, how many Americans are going to tell you, like, how many red-blooded Americans are going to tell you, well, it's debatable who's first in the world, U.S. or China? We're number one. We're number one. If it's a debate, we have some serious, we got some shit to look at, guys. Like, 
let's be honest, most Americans would rather die than say a, another country is close to being where we are on the world stage. And it's not uncommon. Many people think China's and the U.S. are tied for number one, which means we're probably fucking tied for one. If you have actual Americans admitting that there's a we are not sure if we're one or two, that's something to fucking look at. I I, I think honestly think we're a dying breed. I think America's number one presently. I think China's number one futurely. I think China thought farther ahead. I mean, their deals with Central and South America, Africa, other parts of Asia has solidified them for the next 30, 40 years as a superpower. I mean, we will eventually run out of neodymium, other materials that we need to make the shit that makes our country run. China has like secured every single mine that has all that across the world. I mean, if we can't make the missiles, we can't fire back. And if we're going to just have a straight out gunshot fight of uh, of rifle versus rifle, they have more soldiers than us by a lot. Like we're 350 million people. Let's say half the population is male. And what China's 1.23 billion, if I remember correctly. And say let's half that's male. That's a that's a big upset there. I that I don't like those numbers, Nick. But I, I so me and Nick disagree on how China would go through. I think if America's on the uprise and we get into a, it, like we start becoming number one again. China's going to stop that. They'll try to try social dis- disgrade, and if that doesn't happen, I think they're attacking our aircraft carriers first, and then the communications. I agree with Nick with the in in low earth or over it to remove our gps communications we'll still have short range but oh shit yeah i just want to i'll put in the percentage numbers because that's easier for me to say uh for total population china has 18.47 percent of the world population the united states has 4.25 and to go back to your point mike about india the major uh unknown in the game they share 17.7%. So whichever they side they go with is going to be that's going to be a major major contribution. Yeah, but I I don't think India is going to get involved. I don't think India has the infrastructure to produce ammunition and guns on a scale to hand everyone ammunition. And I mean, granted you can use them as this is me just thinking frankly, cannon fodder of giving them rocks, machetes, hoes to go fight them with like the Russians against the Germans, but that's only if India sides with us i don't see realistically india siding with us honestly if i had to choose between russia and india i'll take russia but i don't think we're getting either of them so for active military personnel in 2020 china has two two million yeah okay so it is two million (laughs) that's uh so russia or sorry china has two million we have 1.359 million we have 1.35 million active. Yeah. South Korea has 1.28 million. And Russia has 900,000? That just doesn't seem right. Uh, This is World Atlas. I well, I'm con- uh, what I'm I'm wondering about is, at, is uh, some countries have forced military service. Like, you have to serve for 12 to 18 months. I'm wondering if uh, South Korea has that and Russia doesn't. Or or if no, China that has that, be. and other countries don't. I, I, I know I know Korea, South Korea does. 
Well, that explains how they, they got have... that number. Because, but I mean, uh, this is gonna sound kind of harsh, but how good are you after boot camp? Like, there's different levels to military service and training. Boot camps kind of matter, which country's doing it, but also like. Well, and I think that's the point. I think that even with our thirty percent less active military personnel than China does. And I don't, I literally looked this up now. So I don't know if that includes reserve units. But also, I would say China's boot camp for their... It's probably shittier than ours. Uh, it's probably a knockoff of ours, let's be have honest. Have you heard about our new boot camp? Like, there's things called cards where you can throw up a card say, if your drill instructor is okay, too mean that's, to you. Or th- that's a thing that happens in the news, but it hasn't actually been enforced. Well, so I think one thing that's been enforced is drill instructors are not allowed to swear at you anymore. Well, that is true. And was you're not allowed to use la- live ammunition when you're doing your barbed wire crawls or something like that? Something, something along those lines. So, I mean, everyone's going soft. And that's the thing that right now China is doing all the things that we're not doing. So like, China is not allowing their men to eat certain foods and they have to go through like an hour a week of like man masculinity training because they want their men to be tougher than men in the United States. Understandable. However, not a high bar. Not a high bar. So, <laughs> yeah. Uh, here's the thing. I think that uh, China is never going to never going to recognize about the United States because we're so we're so fucking different than them like so fucking different as oh night and day we are still a front like we're we're still a frontier country like there's a lot of citizens in the United States who still regularly rely on killing an animal to eat for the year yeah there's the amount of firearms alone in the United States and maybe the the percentage is smaller than in China because those fuckers they're not going to give their citizens fucking firearms. You know what could happen then? They'll give them bullets to the head, but they're not giving them firearms. <laughs> a fucking revolt. And and I think the so and, th- and this comes back to uh, let me know if there's something you want to say, Mike. But I think this comes back to say China invaded in any any of the ports we mentioned up and down. As they spread west, you're going to face resistance. It's it's not going to be... You're not going to see full-fledged resistance. You're going to see guerrilla tactics like we've seen in every other in, invading country in the last however many years. You're going to see people knocking out convoys, taking a pot shot here or there, taking out a... I mean, Red Dawn kind of shit. So this is where I got to intervene. I don't yep. think Red Dawn level will happen in the northern states like Montana. Like they'll try, but they simply don't have the population. To if you don't that. think Montana is going to fight the no, the Chinese, I'm, I'm you, not. You've never been. To I'm Montana. not disagreeing that they're going to fight back, but an organized rebellion or a group, a, a resistant group, I don't. Well, no, it's not going to be organized. You can't have an organized guerrilla movement. Oh, I tell that to fucking Texas. Uh, but I, here's, here's another issue. Look, I'm sorry to say, but they're going to come after Tim Kennedy. They'll fucking try. He's fucking bulletproof. Uh, I will take a bullet for Tim Kennedy. Uh, but 
I think she, that should be like the new like you can't be a real Texan if you won't take a bullet for Tim Kennedy. I fucking will gladly take a bullet for that guy. <laughs> you, you can't get your citizenship until you swear on the Bible that you take a bullet. For <laughs> He's Tim a Kennedy. far better human than me. Uh, but I think too many people in the United States would gladly accept the Chinese rule and be snitches, be uh, defectors. Okay, snitches get stitches. Just want to throw that out there well, now. Well, the snitches got bigger fucking guns. It doesn't really fucking matter. I mean, a th- uh, like a thirty thirty can do work, but a tank is not going to care. And if these snitches sell it... I also, also want to throw out, and this is a great point for allowing Americans to buy whatever firearms they want. There is a ridiculously high amount of 50 BMGs owned by American citizens. <laughs> like, it's it's honestly, if you were a pussy, pretty concerning. But if you know about guns, it's, like, way too expensive to waste on <laughs> whatever the fuck you want. You think we're going to waste on it. I'm not paying five rounds to... <laughs> five bucks a round <laughs> oh. to do whatever you think I'm going to do with this oh, thing. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh... No, not that's what the 338's for. <laughs> 50 cals is for special occasions, like the champ. It's the champagne of bullets. Well, that I'm that kind of seems like it's a Miller Lite thing. It's it's more like a like it's a little bit more expensive. Than <laughs> but I I think too many Americans would happily kneel. I don't get me wrong. I think majority of the I think majority of the population would fight. I think 75 percent of the population would be against. But 25%, I can see that. And 25% is a large population. 25% might be a high number, but I can actually see that happening. What is... I wish I had this number. I don't know if I have this number. What percent of the uh, of Afghanis were against the United States? Oh, it's probably a low percentage. I think it's less than 10. All right, but here's so a, here's I, a, I, I think it, yep. here's a huge difference. A lot of the Afghanistan resistance was people being brainwashed poor and people being brought in from other countries to fight the united states yeah that's very true but also a lot of the actual afghanis poor farming community with not a high education and they got them young the difference is all right say say it's the same numbers 10 percent of an educated population that's scary it's i mean an uneducation uneducated population that's also scary but an educated population that gets brainwashed of that. I mean, look at look what happened in Seattle with Chad. You really think those people wouldn't be hooting and hollering when China invades? Like, about time to bring the system down. And all of a sudden realize, oh, it's too late. We're screwed. And rather say, no, no, no. Rather, rather, rather than fight against them, save their own skin and get rich doing it by helping China rather than help the United States and risk their own lives. Okay, so one, yes, you're completely right. Uh, I think they actually showed this in the new Red Dawn. To be fair, talking about Red Dawn, fucking love we're that Swayze movie. fans in the goddamn, we're Swayze fans in this household. I like both. The new one was I like good, both. Not gonna lie, they're both good. Yeah, no, I, I, that's you're definitely gonna see that. But you saw that, and you're gonna see that in every war. You saw that in the Civil War. I mean, it's people are gonna do. Most people are gonna do whatever they can to save themselves. And there's a lot of people who are going to do that, but yeah, but because they think it's going to be better. But also them. think about, uh, this is, uh, 
also gonna be think it's gonna be better for them because of they believe of their beliefs but also think about all the amount of money i think think about china having their influence on the media like you said if they control the media if they knock out ours i imagine how many uh influencers they can convince on youtube instagram facebook blah 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 yeah, they can convince a lot of idiots but let's also talk about the fact that joe rogan has more listeners than cnn fox news and msnbc combined you think if i'm a powerful military i'm gonna let those kind of rally people speak you think i'm gonna let radios happen it's gonna be small time pirate radios that you're gonna listen no, exactly to. but that's exactly okay so this is the point that chinese people have made for a while now of with the united states is why do you guys listen to the news when you know it's just propaganda and not true well why do you allow yourselves to be underneath a communist regime that puts a bolt in people's head for simply wanting to have free expression? Because I think that they've found ways to live underneath a regime where they can live their normal life. You mean out in the fucking country somewhere and not have to fucking worry about it because they're so far removed. Oh, tell that to Hong Kong. Uh, but also... Well, that's not the ones who are saying this, I'm sure. Uh, but also, it's a lot. E I think it's a lot easier to go on your daily life living, watching some CNN or Fox bullshit than it is to uh, be in China being like, oh, I'm not allowed to, uh, I don't know what their Twitter is. They have their own things for everything. Not allowed to tweet this or else they come execute my family and send me to a concentration camp. Also, uh uh, good. This is probably very brutal, but I can see that. In order to save resources, I can see China killing all their people in their consultation and most of their workers, uh, leaving enough for their production, of course, but to make sure they save on food, starving people in the concentration camps. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's the thing. That China's definitely going to commit war atrocities. China Wait. China's never been afraid of committing atrocities, Mike. I don't know what your point is. <sighs> all right. But anyhow, I think they island. I think they island hop. Like I think they're gonna take Guam. I think they're gonna take Hawaii. They land in America. I think they're gonna go up and down the coast, attack multiple areas. But I think the main force to attack is the North. I think the North simply doesn't have a population sustained. So it's got food. It's got resources. I mean, Nick, you talked about it before in different episodes of Japan trying to focus on our lumber. I, I, I. I'll be honest. I'd rather have trees and water and food for my people to invade the country than to have a fucking desert. It's a lot harder to cross it to sustain yourself in a desert if you get stopped by a military engagement than is in the fucking forest. No, I think that's definitely a good point. I mean, I guess it depends on what their end goal is. What I think their end goal is is I think they'd rather take these big population centers like San Fran, Seattle, LA, San Diego, and hold them as ransom. Basically force those populations to surrender and then transmit bullshit propaganda across the rest of the country and say, once you surrender, it's going to be so much better. Basically make it a living hell in the rest of the United States. They might not even fully engage, but they might just, you know, burn fields, like do some kind of behind enemy line if, shit. If they attack the mid if they attack the Midwest with our food population, that's a huge point well, exactly. Right there. They're not they're not uh their military idiots. Yeah, they're not idiots. Their military hasn't been a fall behind us and be conquered. It's been force us 
They let let us force you to assimilate with us. They're not interested in fighting. They're they're the most pacifist fucking conquerors I've ever seen. They just want to make your life a living hell until you just fold under their fucking flag. They are the DMV on steroids. Well, no one's that in uh, Have you ever so <laughs> check yourself? <laughs> have you ever have you ever read uh, Man in a High Tower or seen the show? Uh, I've only seen like the first like three episodes. Ah, well, I see China's rule on the West Coast very similar to Japan in Man in the High Tower, where they just integrate their culture. We mentioned Montana. Honestly, in the Northwest, the North, the most resistance I see moving from West to East is Wyoming. I think Wyoming is going to be the thorn in their nail. I think because you got mountain regions and fucking everyone in Wyoming has guns to kill the goddamn wolves in their state. And I think Wyoming is going to be the, a, a mess for China. Once you get west of the Cascades or east of the Cascades, it's going to be a fucking nightmare for China. It's that whole I, again, I think eastern pop- Washington, northern Idaho, Montana. What, if I'm if I'm China, why would I not just go around Idaho, cut off the supply line? Because Idaho can just... Idaho has to fight a war on Idaho two fronts. Idaho can just produce for themselves. There's a lot of ag there. They might be... They, a lot of ag they, when you have diesel coming in. What happens if you don't have diesel coming in to run your agriculture plants? These people are so perpetually angry, I think they'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> All right, touche with that. I will not fuck with a farmer. Uh, yeah, that, you know, once you run out of diesel, but I think they'll have, but once they're not exporting, they're not going to need their whole fucking fields to feed other people. They're going to have more than enough food to feed themselves. Ooh, you just made me think of something. When will China attack? Will a China attack in the winter, spring, fall, summer? Will a China attack during the I, summer? You would, so that way when all the maybe foods are ready, they end, can use their own supplies. End of supplies summer during winter because it's going to be harder for gorillas to hide in the winter during the cold. As well as if they get enough of a foothold, they can stop a good portion of American production of agricultural products. Yeah, I I don't. I think they would invade in fall simply because they can't move their troops as fast in the snow. I think. I think for China, a huge part is to take as much land and get in deep in the United States as they can, and have supply lines as fast as they can, like a blitzkrieg almost. Then to. Then then to slowly march through winter, I mean, no one's ever tried to invade America during winter. But I think it's going to go over as well as in Russia. You don't, you fucking pack your winter clothes and you'd be ready for it. So here's here's another I mean, thing to consider. Unless we're Texas, then we're never ready for winter. <laughs> Damn it. Beat me to my own joke. Um, so here's another thing to consider <laughs> of why, as of right now, yes, American gun sales are going up, but I th- also think the amount of gun owners is going down. So why would, I think they're going to wait until the amount of gun ownership like can is consolidated into less and less people they wait another 10 years that's one generation less of gun owners that's w- one generation less of people they have to fight oh also gun owner doesn't mean you're you're actually prepared with a gun training versus owning gun are very different things that's true but also the american deer hunters are like what the fucking f- largest army in the world 
Yeah, militias. Let's go. I mean, this country uh, is founded I, I, on militias. I wanna... you might as well fucking go out on them. Keep going, Minutemen. Uh, but I, I don't. All right, everyone's heard the expression "sleeping giant." To me, China's a sleeping tyrant. It's going to wait and chip away at you. It's a slow creeping death. I, when China actually goes full in, I think it's already too late. To unless we in, start the shit up first, I think China is going to simply wait until we deteriorate, where we are not very able to fight back. I mean, uh, how many how many states right now are adding more regulations to guns? How many like like what was it? More oh, regulations to Texas industry. just had a new. I mean, it's it's getting harder and harder to produce here and own firearms. We're making ourselves more defenseless in in the face of China. Te- Texas just did something that cost the some industry like fifty three billion dollars or fifty three million dollars, simply because they said if you're not going to uh, support like oh, Chase, it was uh, J- J P Morgan. J P Morgan says they were not going to allow like loans or stuff like that to like gun owners and or not gun owners, gun stores and stuff like that. So Texas, in retaliation, like tax the fuck out of them or like not let them get like certain tax rights i don't remember the exact thing i don't remember the article uh and it cost jp morgan and other banks similar that were falling in step millions of dollars i think it was to the point of almost billions and uh that's like we need kind of bullets well honestly well honestly nick if i'm a banker my only concern is money not policy when did the bankers start caring about politics weren't bankers always just green first everything yeah, else later that's, that's a good point i never really met a baker who gives a shit about politics unless it benefits him so i think we're good to go there i don't think they give a shit i i i think the banks have so much fucking money they don't really give a shit about our opinion we're too small to cancel let's keep going too uh, small to cancel hell yeah uh, but yeah i i think china only invades when we're too weak and it doesn't fucking matter. And well, again, that's why I, I think, think they're going to try and use as much f- before they invade, which is going to be a, a while. They're going to use their control of social media to make demonize firearm ownership, make us weak as weak as they can. They're going to try and do so the same they tactics can. they're using now. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> it's like they're trying to conquer us, but that can't be true. Uh, we're, we're only going to have a few bullets left and we're going to shoot ourselves in the goddamn foot for it. Yeah, so we're f- we're fighting back and forth over whether I can put fucking 10 rounds in this AR or 30 rounds. Whether I can put three 10 rounds or one 30 round in this fucking magazine. It's going to make two to th- what, five, six seconds of difference. It's fucking retarded. Anyway... China is going to do everything they can to make us as weak a country as they can when we conquer them. They're going to make it harder for us to farm. They're going to make it harder for us to produce ammunition. They're doing a goddamn good job at it, too. They're not fucking losing, that's for sure. (laughs) Yeah, again, I think China might be number one power in the world right now, which is very sad and scary to say. But I think what the—this is—so, like you said, I— I think they're going to easily push across the western states just because there's so few military bases there and they're so scattered. 
Nailed oh, it. have you seen have you seen the propaganda for uh, uh, joining the army, Russia, China versus America? Why would I want to see that, Mike? Oh I've my seen, God, it's fucking hilarious. I've seen so, no, I've seen the fucking CIA one in the. It's, no, 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 it's U.S. Army. Uh, the cartoon the one same. with the two moms. Yeah, no, I, it's all the same. Yeah. Have you seen the Russian bad. one in retaliation? No, of what America I did? don't want to see that one. Oh, it's so fucking badass. They're like. It's like sto like a stoic Russian voice, like you a bitch. Start working out, and they like this like guy just fucking working out, pumping, getting yelled at. Like what you think the military is like, like crawling under barbed wire and shots, getting training, like doing like close quarter combat training like that. It's like join or you a bitch, pretty much. It's fuck. It's what I thought a military video should be because fuck it got me riled up. In America, I'm like uh, I. I want to fast forward this commercial as fast as I can. So that's fun. That's a fun thing we're doing. <laughs> uh, politics need to stay out of war simply because it's eat or be eaten. It's win or lose. It's black or it's white. Well, I, th I, mean, I think that's a no fucking difference. Entirely different conversation because we've taken the politics and fucking there's war. And then what we've done is we've taken war and we've put politics in a fucking compression sack and we fucking compress as hard as we could. We put it into the war fucking backpack. Oh, and then someone fucking cut a snap and it just exploded everywhere because politics are all over war right now. And, no, it's uh, it's. It's those people that go to the hospital because they have like a giant dildo that fell in their ass and they can't get it out. That's that's the fucking politics in war. It was an accident for the last goddamn time. I fell on it. I slipped and fell on this fucking giant vibrator. At at no point in anyone's life has anyone thought you accidentally fell on a fucking four foot long giant black dildo. Like that's just not a thing that happens uh the closest i've ever come is i almost fell on rebar and that would have fucking just impaled and killed me no that seems like a sexual thing honestly well american construction and innovation <laughs> does always get me horny i mean the the dumb shit people put in their ass whenever they go to the hospital and they say it was an accident is as believable as china saying oh yeah like Taiwan wanted us to rule them, or Hong Kong wanted us to rule them. It's the same fucking shit. Ugh. Yeah, but I going back to the nukes, I don't think nukes are getting involved. The only way nukes I see involved is China just detonating nukes in America. And I I think everyone knows... I, I, as crazy as fucking China is, I think everyone knows, like, hey, not the nukes. I don't think... I think this is what's going to happen. If we did get invaded... I think we're going to nuke all, and I mean all of the Chinese countryside. We're going to leave their few major cities and be like, hey, if you don't get the fuck out of here, you're next. And it's set up automatically. You have like fucking 10 hours. If you don't retreat, it's launching no matter what you do. Some sh kind of shit like that. I but here's the thing: hit the countryside first. I would hit the ports first. I would hit the major cities first. No, but that's because the the humanitarian side of the United States. We're not going to do that. Uh, listen, this is total war at this point. Fuck humanitarian. It doesn't right? matter. Right? That's not Fuck how the United that. States operates. We're going to hit their countryside first. Tell that to Japan during World War II. <laughs> we, 
It's that's us just, that versus different. them. That's it. It's human. It's, it's our human world. lives it's versus their harmony lives. I, I think if we hit their ports first, they would win. Honestly, like I think there's so many dumb fucking people in the United States that they would say, "Oh man, we shouldn't have nuked China after they invaded us." Like I really think that'd be an actual sentiment in the United States right now. Ooh, this is this is kind of a dark fucking idea but yeah because as soon people as, are fucking stupid no 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 no, no. The, the idea i'm about to tell you if china hits the lights out and we don't have communication do we use that window of not having communication to nuke china so it's we're only dealing with the aftermath like oh we shouldn't have done that rather than should we do that oh it's, no it's, i forgot my keys and i nuked china oh well <laughs> Whoopsie! I hit the button. I, right. I instead of falling on a dildo, I fell on the button. All right, big brain time. This is why we elected Biden, so he could nuke China and never tell us about it because he'd be like, oh, "I don't remember." <laughs> no, what are you talking about? They would never let him out of do interviews. <laughs> That's true. We'd never know why we nuked China. They'd just be fucking <laughs> gone. Oh my god! I. Mm. Is this our most canceled episode? <laughs> I think so. This, <laughs> this is this is fucking up there, but uh, kind of kind of got some true points. I mean, listen, there's the thing of doing the more. All right, there's a difference between the doing the good thing and the right thing. Those are two very separate issues. The right thing is not always the good thing, and if it's us versus them, I, I'm sorry, fuck them. Fuck the country that's putting millions, of, I mean, actually it might be millions at this point, but at least a hundred thousands of Muslims into consecration camps simply because of I like how it's like, views. well, technically they might be under millions of people in concentration <laughs> camps, so they're good. Not that that's what you're saying, but just like, we're not sure exactly how many people they're putting in concentration camps, so. Oh, the amount of, con- the amount of people in concentration camps in China might be higher than what the Germans initially put in Germany. What, six million gypsies, Jews, uh, blacks, uh, homosexuals died in concentration camps during uh, Germany's reign? That's when they had almost all of Europe. I think it was far less when it was just Germany and Poland. Compared to China, China, I think, doubles them, if I'm not mistaken. And yet we're okay with it. You know, that whole phrase, never again... Yeah. How many fucking holocausts, how many genocides have happened since then? Dozens. It doesn't fucking matter. What? You know, there's a, there's a whole fucking population that we are doing nothing about that are simply dying. Men, women, children, babies dying simply because they were born different skin color, simply because they were born different religion, being worked to death. And we say nothing. It's it's that it's I keep thinking of that monkey phrase, you know, like hear no evil, see no evil, speak no evil. Where that's that's fucking America in a nutshell. We don't see jack shit when it's the rest of the world. Uh no, I I don't under like financially, China's rich. All all the money that's ever implemented, invested, or created in China has to stay in China. That's their fucking laws. Their regulations. Like every McDonald's Technically, McDonald's has never made a dollar off China, even though they have dozens of McDonald's in China, because all that money has to stay in China. That being said, 
their fucking currency is not worth that much. Honestly, uh, their their biggest bank is the treaties they've made. Well, treaties is a, is a, not the right word choice, but they're at their what what's it called when a not muscle uh what's it called when a gangster goes to a shop and needs to be in for like enforcement protection to a to like a a bar so it doesn't get burned down. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. So this is who China is as a person. A cunt. Also, yes. Um, that guy who goes to like whatever your business is and is like, oh, you can't do that unless you pay us this much money. It would it would be a shame if something happened to those nice new windows. Yeah. You know what you know what'd suck if you just went out of business and your family died. Like that's China. Like that's that's how this rolls. And the thing is, you know, we talk about how a lot of Americans might turn to China, and that's true. A lot of, I don't know if the correct term is New Englanders, but a lot of Americans, people who resided in the American colonies, sided with the English. The loyalists. The loyalists. We're not going to talk about them here because they're idiots. Um, Goddamn Benedict Arnold. But they lost. And I think America, through all the bullshit that we're going on through now, I, and this is just, I, I might be an idiot, and I am an idiot, to be fair. I really think if China were to invade right now, you'd see so much resistance. Oh, agreed. But I don't think they're I- going to invade now. Like we talked about, I think they're going to invade way later. They're going to spend agreed. a lot more on information to divide the country more so that it seems like allying with China is not the worst mistake we can make. I uh, completely agree. I think right now, if America had a common enemy, we would all unite to each other. I think America has too many guns, too many different ideas, beliefs, and it's too big of a country for one country to completely conquer. I think the only way America is defeated is from within. And I think the best way to do that is to, to sow dystopia into that country, which was uh, what China and multiple countries are doing into us to divide ourselves, to lose ourselves. So when they do invade, or if they, well, let's be honest, they're probably thinking about how to invade us. If they do invade, they get at least a large portion of the United States, and the rest of it is divided into different countries, states, policies. It's it's time to Patrick Swayze this. If they do invade Swayze, we're throwing them all on the table. Fuck yeah, dude! You let me fucking build bombs again. Dude, I will do you know bring down how bridges. Many fucking Americans are literally just waiting till they can fight against a foreign enemy. It's not a lot. It's it's less than most Americans think they're willing to fight against a foreign enemy. But how many wet dreams it is for them? But fuck, there's a lot of Americans who are like, let's fucking go, and that's not who you want to invade. You want to invade countries like Hong Kong and Taiwan who are like, I don't want to get invaded. You don't want to invade America when they're like, let's fucking bring it on, bitch. What you got? What you got? The the wrong response of someone about to be invaded is let's fucking go. And that's what you're going to get (laughs) when you invade the United States. And I just there's a certain percentage of that. I just even with the information campaigns are running. I don't know if that'll ever go away. Uh, as long as we still have DVDs and Red Dawn continue to play over and over <laughs> again, 
<laughs> that I logically would stay alive. But I want to run two ideas by you. I, if we go to war with China, let's say next five years, I see Saudi Arabia perhaps being one of the biggest allies. I see Saudi Arabia. We let China move across Pacific. Let them bring their army here. Let us be falling back, falling and back, falling back, and their army so far away from their homeland. We then tell Saudi Arabia to invade, and China can't really do anything about it. Then cut off from supply lines, China's screwed. Because right now, as much as I'm not the happiest with some, well, a lot of Saudi Arabia policies, Saudi Arabia right now is our ally. Iran might get involved and fuck with saudi arabia which again i if china and america goes a, a war with each other i don't see us not being a world war i don't see how other countries don't get involved also being said the other thing i want to buy you is china simply convinces the politicians to to make the american people docile to allow the chinese military in People will fight, but if they convince enough officials, which they already have a lot underneath their uh, I mean, let's, their wallet. That's a very good point, Mike. Let's be honest. Uh, if we don't have a president who's paid by China, we have a president whose son receives millions of dollars from China. Yeah. So, and, and that's not even like up for debate. Like That's literally been proven, and which is not about, good. Oh, it's fucking terrible. Talk about foreign influence. But think about each state. If each, if China could bribe each governor of each state, like, oh, okay, we'll allow more Chinese things, et cetera, et cetera. Lull these people into resistance. Like, freedoms aren't all taken away all at once. They're slowly taken away. And if imagine some much stricter gun laws before they invade us. They simply pay the politicians to have harsher laws where we're only allowed to have lever action and bolt action rifles granted well that's you give a- literally the exact scenario of the first red dawn with swayze the fucking communists go to the sporting goods store they get the form 4473 that has who each firearm was sold to they round all those people up put them into a fucking camp yeah this is Why? not new like hollywood no, did this I- fucking what right now probably 50 60 years 40 years ago yeah no i'm not hollywood I'm not could predict this i'm just saying like well that's when hollywood, not, hollywood was good this is a whole nother podcast completely agree <laughs> when hollywood was underneath chinese influence yeah do you know what was great about hollywood <laughs> they didn't have to ask china for okays for everything yeah no completely agree Oh my God! It's just it's disgusting how much foreign influence is on our country. What happened to being proud of just who we are and not selling out? I our just want to say, this is all I had to say about this subject is they said we couldn't show a certain flag. In, um, oh, fuck, I'm blanking on the name. What's uh, the fucking oh Top Gun two. They regulated Top Gun 2. Top Gun is a national treasure. And they're going to say what we can or can't do in Top Gun 2. Are you? F- China is going to say what our military can or cannot show in Top Gun 2. They're going to say what 
we can or cannot have on the flags. The Apollo mission, they said what that we can't have the American flag on the mission that went to the moon because it was in fact a global effort, not an American effort. It's funny because the only flag I saw up there was a fucking American flag. Yeah, not not dis uh, not disagreeing with you. I mean, I uh, yeah. Who is John Galt? I uh, I <laughs> I think conforming too much, uh, selling out our souls, selling out our policy, selling out our ideas. Uh, I love how how much of Hollywood goes. Well, this is a uh, this uh, you guys aren't being kind enough to different people of different cultures. Yet they conform to a country that is putting people in concentration camps. Meh. Does no one see the irony there? China's like, tomatoes, tomatoes. It's like, yeah, but oh. those, those tomatoes, literally, that's slavery. And the tomatoes is not slavery. Like, it's like the same thing. Like, come on. Like, we don't I mean, pay people $15 an hour minimum wage. It's like $10. It's like, no, it's like slavery. No, you know what's like slavery? Being Fucking forced slavery. to work at gunpoint. That's yeah. like slavery. <laughs> like, I'm sorry that there's some kind of confusion here, but it just, it doesn't seem like it's, that you're receiving this message correctly. Nick, Nick, I just figured it out. You know all that money they slave on slave labor? They give it all to the other countries, like the Hollywood executives, to pay them off to not talk about the slave labor. Oh my God! Is that a, that entirely obvious thing that's entirely going on, but no one's going to talk about? Oh my God! Uh, God damn it! This is this is so de fucking depressed. Just fucking, God damn it! This is why, is it, if we want to do the podcast and what we actually wanted to do it on today, we just drank beer. This is what happens when you drink whiskey, Mike. We God. we should have known this. Is it bad that I just want to spread the anarchist cookbook even farther and further as much as I can? Just so people know how to build bombs when China comes? Like I Well, first I think it I think it's gonna go down the list. First it's gonna if if an enemy is gonna take out people, first they'd target people with military training. Then after that good, they'd target people who Good own, luck trying to hit Tim Kennedy. He's the new Chuck Norris. It would bounce off him and hit the drone back. <laughs> Ten plus firearms and then go down the list. I, I also there's social media I think too. Mm, they're going to tar- They're going to look at people's social media and be like, "Are you willing? If someone gives you twelve dollars, you're gonna espouse whatever bullshit I espouse?" Yeah, but I think they're going to look at your fucking target heart rate fucking monitor shit on your Apple Watch. Anyone who's relatively fit, they're going to either, you know, interview them, Ooh. see what side they're on. And then be like, okay, cool, or bye. Like, can I can can I throw another category into that mix? Okay, people who don't have the Fitbit, Apple Watch, or a, a social media, because <laughs> they're like, uh, he's not conforming. Oh yeah, it's it's all the first and the initial wave is going to be uh, conformity. It's going to be tracking. It's going to be, you know, we're in the United States. We can get. We can use DuckDuckGo. We can use VPN. VPN. We can yeah. do whatever the fuck we want. We can get out of this. That's not really the case in China. You can no conform. China. China, if you're using that, will literally shoot you in the head and charge your family for the bullet. Yeah, I was gonna say you can conform or you can be killed. Fucking. Uh, honestly, I we like to talk shit like. 
how we do things, but the people who in China who are actually trying to set up VPNs and try to actually do those things in China, balls of steel. Like the Hong Kong protesters, balls of steel. Like, like that is if they get I mean, caught, to be fair, they like, die. The man in, was it ninety eight? Can you imagine standing in a front of like six fucking tanks and saying no? With like grocery bags, like, like on your normal day, going no, no more. Like, I. How is he not like on the same scale as Gandhi and Martin Luther King? How is his name not more prevalent household name? Oh, I, I'll be honest. It's almost I like don't know his name. There's some kind of uh, I don't want to say country, but there's something out there that's trying to remove <laughs> that incident from the history books. And I can't quite put my finger on it. I think, I, if I remember correctly, it's got like red on it or something. No, that's not it. Not it. Uh, no. Not it? No. No, it's, uh, it's... If this podcast comes in or out, like they have like... It was definitely the Greeks. <laughs> the Greeks. Definitely the fucking Greeks. <laughs> the birthplace of democracy. Definitely there. That's, that's the one. Oh, God. So this is this is something that I want to talk about. I think we're in disagreement on. So I think their first move, I, they're not going for overall victory. What I think they China wants to do when they invade the United States is isolate populations, make their lives so fucking miserable. They surrender, succumb to communist rule. They fall into the party. Well, I think that's the worst thing China ever did was... I'd agree. So this is what I think about China is, honestly, I I can kind of see it. I think they'll advance that far militarily. And again, I'll post this on our social media when this comes out so you guys can see what the line we're talking about. Um, I do like how you like cut it off at, at Texas and, and Kansas, Nebraska, Wyoming, a little bit through Montana. I think uh, I think you're right. I think they're going to put a, do a big forward push. But I think what we're not seeing is it's exactly like a Red Dawn situation, which is actually, isn't that line very similar to what the Red Dawn was? They couldn't pass uh, the Mississippi? I, I, I'll be honest. It's been about two years since I've seen the, either of the Red Dawns, so yeah, maybe. Me too. But I think they couldn't pass the Mississippi. Oh, I, Nick, now I'm thinking we have a Red Dawn movie now. So going, like going back to having all the politicians in their fucking pocket— well, I, I can't help but think about Atlas Shrugged, of how all these scientists start disappearing, all for these people start disappearing, all these engineers start disappearing. It's the same thing's going to happen for the U.S. military. It's already fucking happening, where we're hiring people for policies rather than hiring people who are actually good at their fucking job. If that can continue, we're not going to have a military to resist. It, if we don't have leaders to actually make a plan and resist, it's going to be a bunch of small militias, bunch of small groups, and loyalists easily inf- implementing them and destroying them. It's 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 going to be the United States no, lo- no more united. It's going to be a bunch of small countries. The states will simply turn into their own countries or their own territories. I think China is definitely going to look at that and say, you know, try and take us apart. And they have. They own... Like we said, pretty much every major politician. I mean, there's really only one politician they did not 
there's one politician out there where someone doesn't like them and someone is China. I'm not going to name names. You mean a sleepy man? <laughs> we just start naming all politicians like that. Orange man bad. Sleepy man bad. We just start. We just, I'm going to start that. I'm going to. That's his new name. Sleepy man. Yeah. So I think that's. It's definitely a problem. Um, and we got to look at it in, in a way like that. And so I think what it what it comes down to is look at uh, the Revolutionary War, Mike, of, of Loyalist First Virginias. I mean, it's only 3% of the population of the, uh, the colonies decided to fight against England. All right. This I'm... Just I'm gonna scare you with that okay. comparison. So, at that time, the colonies people pretty much had the same fucking ideology of hey, I simply want to provide for my family, not starve to death. I simply want to make my own wealth, and everyone kind of wanted tax taxation without without no taxation without representation. I would say people are far more polarized than the loyalists then to now i would say it's a far more divide of the general population from then to now i would say i would agree so i think that, that it's three more divided now just in the fact that when there were loyalists there were there were reports like people's houses who are loyalists would get fucked up but for the most part you could be a loyalist and not get your shit fucked up during the war i don't think that'd be the case in the war with china Oh fuck no! It's we're not even at war with China. We're at war with nobody, but we will still. Biden supporters will fuck up a Trump house, and Trump houses will fuck up a Biden house. Like, so yeah, I, I agree with what you're saying. Honestly, I think a more accurate representation is the Civil War, with Britain almost nearly supporting the Confederacy, almost. Almost to that level. I don't think it's that high. I think it's somewhere in between Civil War and Revolutionary War of loyalists, or at least separatists, or fucking opposition to freedom. But that's where I see it. Like, 3% and what was the Confederacy to the Union? Like, 35 40%? It wasn't 50%. I know it was less than that, simply because the Irish were flooding in to help save our asses. But I, if... Uh, let's let's just agree with your numbers. If three percent of the entire United States population supports China when they invade us, it only takes one turd to ruin a punch bowl. It's very easily one person to infiltrate a militia that's resisting China to say, "Hey, these are where they are. These are the names." I just want to just. Sorry to go back on it. The population of the Union was 18.5 million. The Confederacy, 5.5 million. Okay. About a third. Okay. I mean, 33%. That's... Uh, let's say it's not even that high. Let's say it's 10%. No, not even 10%. Let's say it's... Let's say it's a double of the Revolutionary War, 6%. That's a lot of people who can fuck up shit. That's a lot of informants, a lot of spies with a lot of moving pieces. I mean, how big America is to catch as much as Red Dawn it is, it's going to be equally as hard to catch a spy. 
it's going to be difficult. Yeah, and I think and this is this is might just be me being an idiot, which it most often is. Oh, I think it should point out we're both fucking idiots. Um I I really think if we were to face an actual enemy, not a bullshit enemy, I really think Americans would do a lot to cover the ass of other Americans. Because we do a lot to help other Americans during need. Now, granted, we're not losing anything of our own. I mean, besides, we might be giving money, time, whatever. But I, I really think Americans are going to really help fuck over another country before they they help another country. Most Americans. I'd say 75% of Americans. So I both agree and disagree with you. I agree that Americans, if it's convenient for them, will help. I also think it also is very heavily dependent on time. If it's an elongated war, I don't think that many Americans will help. At that point, I think it's like, hey, I got to provide for my own family. Fuck off. But Americans have always been willing to help each other to fuck over the state, right? So hypothetically, if you've ever bought a used car and you've both parties may or may not have forged how much they may have paid for said vehicle so the state gets less tax. Or if you're going to help someone and you're going to charge them a certain amount, but you charge them less because like certain, like maybe you knew them, the business or whatever the fuck. So you charge them less and then the state charges less for taxes. I really think most Americans would help other Americans in this kind of struggle because I think and this is just might be me being an optimist. I think even the people who right now ride on the streets and say America sucks would, I'd say 50% of those people would rather live under whatever they think is fucked up American rule versus a China rule. Okay, so I agree with that statement that they'd rather live underneath, but when the going is tough, a lot of people break and run. I mean, all those examples you just gave with used cars and helping out a person for your small business, that's all when things are going well. When things are, how many, how many people who are financial, how many people, if they're barely to put a roof over their head, uh, trying to not starve to death, like barely enough money to keep going, would donate or give money to a friend because they need it and i'm i'm talking not like 20 bucks i'm talking a significant amount i think it's far few i think when the going gets tough and it's survival people look towards their own people so they look towards their own family members i'm not saying there aren't going to be exceptions to that but i think the general population of the the entire world are sheep there are very full very few dogs, lions, and wolves. And I think when the going is tough, the sheep hurdle together and the sheep look out for themselves. And only a few dogs try to protect them from the wolves and only a few lions try to lead. Oh, you don't think China's going to put a gun to a kid's head to convince people to tell who are the resistance? Oh, well, that's the thing. I think as soon as, as, soon as that happens, the people who could would wrap me out would be gone. I think you're going to get the people who don't know a lot about what's going on. I mean, I live... Okay, so here's my example. I live in a town that's primarily driven by the 
timber industry. I think the people who would cave about who's willing to do what and who's who's a a rebel, blah blah blah, to China, don't actually have any idea of who lives in this town. I don't think they could name names. They can maybe point houses, point vehicles, but by the time they do that, those people are long gone. Yeah, no, but no. Here's the information thing again of going to the gun stores. Who's buying ammunition? Who's buying so resources? If they can track your names and you say still live in China controlled territory and you have to show identification, it's going to say your name. Bingo, bingo. I mean, granted, the fake IDs, the crime would increase and you might be able to get away with a fake passport, but they're going. Uh, this is the information age. China is leading the way with information. Oh, yeah. No, I agree. Like that. But here's, here's my. So for this area. To point out a logger and say he's a he's a rebel. I'll, they, I'll, I'll be honest. Look, I'm thinking all loggers are rebels. Fair, and they look at his phone to track him. He's probably got a 300 by 300 mile range of where his phone regularly says he is. You're not gonna find him. And if we we're actually in trouble, no one's gonna have their fucking phone on him. No one's that fucking stupid. Well, there's, to be fair, there's people that are fucking stupid, but it's not the majority of people. Well, I don't, I don't know so. about majority think, of people. I think as soon as we think there's a fucking enemy at the gates, phone's gone. There's not an enemy at the gates, and I don't want to have my phone following me. What, what are you fucking talking about? <laughs> I think I think that's a minority of the population. I think it's further humanity we go currently simply because we have the ability to access information we want rather than have the information inside of our heads it makes us more dumber. So I imagine, and I have no proof of this, the amount of people who are able to change a tire is decreasing. I mean, I don't want the cell phone with me at all times. Well, that's exactly the point. But that's exactly what China is putting their boys through masculinity training while simultaneously paying our representatives to make American men not do that so that we can be weaker than their men. Well, no, I'm what, what I'm trying to get is I think it's a very far view between Nick that people are more self-reliant. I think people are far more dependent simply on, on the internet of how do I do this rather than self-knowledge. I mean, it went from memorize this to just know where to find this. And if that, if the, the gatekeeper of where to find this is destroyed, we're fucked. I mean, again, I agree with you. There's going to be resistance. I think there's going to be, at first, a great resistance. But I think that's going to fade when you have to decide, do I fight China and risk my daughter's life or simply worry about myself and my family and not fight? I think I think most mothers and fathers of America will choose their own children rather than to fight against a tyrant. Yeah, maybe. But the easier option then is to not let the tyrant in. You have well, to be conquered. I was going to make it. Once you're conquered, then you can look into this. But if you're never conquered, then you don't have to deal with this. I was going to make a bad joke of, hey, Nick, we can figure out who's right in about 10 years from now. <laughs> but uh 2049 is that's like uh nick that's like so, uh so be 25 years 
Yeah. It's like, well, their their hundred year plan ends in twenty forty nine. Yeah, that's like uh twenty five fucking years. That's uh that's in our lifetimes. Yeah, uh, that's why we have to deal with this issue right now. Yeah, it's it's yeah. Preventive is a lot easier than dealing with the aftermath. I agree with that statement. But you know what I love, Nick, is people will literally shit and stomp on the U.S. flag, but not the Chinese flag because that's intolerant, even though they are. I don't. That's probably my biggest issue is people are okay with China simply because of money, even though they are literally having a concentration camp on a scale that is on par with Soviet with Stalin. Uh, that like their gulag in China are like on this getting to the same scale. It's dwarfing the Nazis. And yet I don't understand. Oh, oh, that plastic toy you're going to throw out five minutes later. Yeah. Yeah. Totally, totally worth three human. They're entirely building dependency. It's part of their fucking plan. They want us to buy everything, single thing from them, which is why us producing our own shit is fucking terrifying to them. Cause if we don't need them, then they can't control us. This is kind of out of the blue, and I don't expect you to know this, but has anyone ever tried to assassinate the, uh, I don't even, what, what is China, is China prime, is it quote-unquote prime minister? I don't even know the proper fucking, ty- a tyrant. Has anyone tried to kill the king of China? Like, I, I know people make death threats towards the U.S. president, and people have even tried to assassinate the president. Has anyone in the time of Ch- that asshole being a, leader ever tried to assassinate him like i've never heard of that uh according to the news it wasn't no one tried to assassinate xi jinping um the latest assassination i guess is september of 2019 maybe we get convinced north korea to be crazy enough to bomb china rather than because i mean what the only country supporting north korea is china Right, and the only reason we don't invade North Korea, which is doing horrible, even worse than China, humanitarian rights, is simply because they're allies with China, and we don't want to piss off China because we're so, so interwoven with them. What if we were able to flip North Korea to simply nuke China? They're it's so close that their anti missiles won't be able to stop no, it. We need to start a fucking pop information campaign. We need to start. We need to get into those camps where they're forcing. All right, people hang on, to hang on. Which stuff. camps? What, are we talking North Korea or Muslim. China? No, China okay. and North Korea. All of them. We need to get into well, these camps. North Korea. North Korea. We can't do because they're surrounded by landmines, barbed well, wire. We, we can just fucked. fucking launch some fucking pamphlets that say, "Hey, if you just killed Kim Jong Un, we'll bring in fucking foreign aid." We'll we bring give, in food. <laughs> we we give foreign aid to way less deserving people than North Korea. Not gonna name names, but China. God damn it! Um, Are we actually giving them foreign aid? Yeah, we give them so much fucking shit. No, yeah. I, I mean, I think, and I think this is uh, we're literally back in the Cold War, and we're gonna do an episode on this later. The current Cold War we're in, but that we're losing. Well, I mean, I don't want to spoil it, Mike. I, <laughs> if not, you haven't figured it out yet, America's not number one anymore. All right, spoiler alert, we're not winning, I guess. Is, is that what you wanted? 
<laughs> gee, Nick, what would give you the like the beginning name Comcast? What, oh, gee, Nick, what give you uh, what give you that idea of in the beginning co- podcast? We're talking about how their military might be able to beat ours and actually make it to U.S. soil. What would give you that idea that we're not number one anymore? Anyway. Or all the politicians are fucking underneath their belt getting paid and going to fucking Jeff Epstein's island getting fucked and getting bribed and god damn it. God damn it, America. What happened? Oh, yeah. No, I agree. I agree. Uh, when Chinese people are coming to America and getting political office, how is not a conflict of interest? When politicians are getting multi-million dollars from Chinese government, how is that a conflict of interest? When how- the president of the united states his son works for a chinese corporation it gets put into the public eye one of the biggest social media platforms hides every single article pertaining to it how is that not a conflict of interest fuck yeah or also how is Russia and China having multi-different levels of spy software on every government computer for we don't under we don't know because it's still underneath their investigation. How is that not an act of war? How is that not fucking with our systems? How is that not crossing the line? How are people not upset with that? I it, the only time I've actually been proud of how America stands up to China is probably the Huawei. We simply banned Huawei phones in the United States. But don't worry. Fuck them, that's why. They invented TikTok simply to do the same fucking thing, and so many people hop onto TikTok like sheep to the slaughter. But, okay, here's the thing. The defeated member of the United States is still better armed than a member of the Chinese Communist Party. Beware of sleeping dogs and still water. It's an, it's an old saying that I hold true of just because you're down and out, just because it's calm and easy, doesn't mean that fucking monster does not have teeth. Well, who was the... Fuck, I can't remember his name. The uh, Japanese general. His famous quote oh, about invading the, the, the gun States. behind every... The blade of grass. Uh, I don't know, but uh, behind every blade of grass is a rifle. He was talking about the. He was talking to yeah. either well, the emperor or their other generals. He was not. I mean, I depends how you term successful, but they didn't win. <laughs> but he was still right. <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, I have no idea why Japan thought it was a good idea to invade the United States. Uh, every time you kick the hornet's nest of the United States, we go, "All right, we're gonna fuck your shit up." Whether it's right or wrong, we're gonna man. Eh, you stirred us up. We're gonna do something about it. It's well, never I mean, been like from the beginning. You of hit time, us. Oh no! So look, like, let, let's. I'm just gonna walk through a brief history of the United States military, like a very brief. But I want to point out of the action versus reaction. After the formation of the United States, the Barbary Coast demanded a ransom from the United States so that they'd stop capturing Americans. America decided it's cheaper to pay for warships than it is to pay for ransom. Go over there, kick ass. Come back. <laughs> we get into uh, the War of 1812. We already have warships. We start building more. Fight England. Again, come to a conclusion. We each go separate ways. 
Thank God for France. Once again, think they're going to be the fucking, they're going to save our ass again. <laughs> um, but then keep going further in time. Let's, uh, every conflict we get into, so even if you look at small conflicts in, like, uh, let's say, um, we go way further in time, but we go up to the Boxer Rebellion in uh, China. We've kicked your ass once, we'll do it again. But uh, <laughs> America, Japan, <laughs> America, Japan, England, India, Prussia, Spain, Spain, all these countries got our people out, killed boxers, got our people out, established trade again. Every time we go into an area, we win, we establish trade. If we, if it looks like we start losing, we don't pull out. We just spend more money on our military. And even if we do pull out, we just end up still spending more money on our military. So our technology, our tactics get better. It's, uh, I, 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 yeah, I, Vietnam I, and Afghanistan would agree with that statement. I agree on smaller wars. Large wars, we've only been in three. World War One, World War Two, and the Cold War. You could make an argument for the Revolutionary War because multiple countries got involved, but just for argument, the three major wars. World War One, World War Two, Cold War. The amount of influence and technology grown from those war war drives scientific research it drives in it, it it drives creation whether we like to believe it or not it's kind of true but well, everything's everything's dependent on it i mean I, but this is the I cost mean, really, it, everything the, is dependent on it does the cost even out the does did the pyramids the but amount of the human cost? lives i mean the cost like the cost to some people, they might cut it off at the cost of the, the weapons that allow them to wage war. But is it, I like to look at it this way of the cost of American values being at the front of the world or Chinese values being in the front of the world. Yes, but I'm also very, all right. So I agree with you that I'd rather have freedom than live underneath a tyrant. But I want to make sure we do this right because I can't help but think of history of America trying to stop communism from Ru uh, during Russia's time, and that's how we got North Korea and the Vietnam War. We should learn from our history mistakes of how to handle this proper this this warfare that we're happening right now. We're in a cold war right now. We're in a cold war, and we are losing as a United States as a democracy across the world. We are losing. Europe is losing. Africa is losing. South America, Central America, most of Asia is losing. China is number one right now. But the cut off and simply burn the like simply cut off the fire so there's no more fuel. That process with North Korea and Vietnam will not work anymore. Didn't really work back then either. But I think we need to take the offenses of them. I think we might need to be the aggressors. I think we might need to have a whole technological world destroy their servers to allow people to have real re real information of wherever they want across the world and maybe cut off their food supplies, starve them out. I mean, majority of their people are already starving. 
Mine is, I mean, we uh, might have to. Why do I feel like that's the move they want us to make? They don't want to be. They don't want to be seen as the aggressors. I'll be honest. China's the best fucking chess player I've ever seen. No, I actually I don't know the best agree. move. I don't either. I'm just saying. I think they would like us to make the first move because then they they. If there's one thing China knows, it's fucking propaganda. They're so fucking good at it. Them in Russia. Goddamn. They can convince people who got bombed by them that we were the ones who bombed them. Yeah. The goats. The uh, the, the goats of propaganda. So we got to figure out a way to say, hey, let's not believe the Chinese government. This is what really happened, which is fucking it. It's more difficult than it should be. I mean, can you? Um... All right, it's, a it's like telling flat we... earthers that Earth isn't flat. Yeah, it's like the same fucking level. This is a good question. What? Who's dumber, flat earthers or people who believe what the Chinese government says? You can't tell right now, but my eyes are super bug-eyed, trying to figure and process that information. Can I just say both? Like, yes, that's the answer to that question. Yes. I'm going to go. This might be stupid, but I'm going to say there's more Not as dumb as flat earthers of China flat earth <laughs> than there is that China is a benevolent government. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I'm not saying that there's a ton of evidence for flat earth, but I'm not. I'm saying there's no evidence that China is a benevolent fucking leader. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's that's about fucking right. I mean, it's like the theme with uh, Patrick and... Oh, the chocolate bar? Like, you no, ate my chocolate bar? Um, SpongeBob, where he's like, oh, China's benevolent leader, and he like tears down the wall, and it's just a bunch of garbage. And it's like, Xi Jinping, and then tears down another wall. It's like, forced labor camps, tear down another wall. It's like, ter- like terrible fucking environmental practices and it's like well they're not that bad look outside and it's just like thousands of people killed or imprisoned due to not aligning with our political beliefs and it's like well they're probably okay yeah i god damn i'm just right now thinking of the 300 plus the 10,000 other greeks that were there helping the spartans of simply saying persians come and take them that i I think you might be right that China's trying to influence America where we have to retaliate. But if we they, I think they're it, not gonna wanna make the first move. They're like you said, they're winning they're the best chess player. They're and they're, the thing about them is the United States operates in four years intervals. What we think four years, we're not gonna think the next four years. They have a fucking Hundred year plan. Hundred year plan. They don't give a flying shit what we do in the next eight years. That's two election cycles. Most Americans haven't even thought past the next election cycle. China doesn't give a shit. It doesn't matter to them. If they delay their plan by two to five years to ten years, what's another ten years on a hundred year plan? They don't give a. Especially when we keep being distracted by all these different things. But I, I think another Cold War, inevitable of an information Cold War, where we just hit them, hit their servers hard 
where we allow information to be flooded into China of let the people inside China explore the outside world investigations rather their own they have different internets rather than the one the Chinese government has to give us maybe how China's trying to bring us down from internal we use the same tactics on them instead of uh, see how China's trying to turn us against ourselves maybe we do the same thing to China like hey this is what your fucking government's doing hey this is the internet have free access do what you want to do and do what you want to investigate granted Pornhub views would probably go through the fucking roof but still let them have their choice their ability their freedom let them have a taste then see how the cards stacked it's hard to fight a war when your own people won't back you up it's hard, even harder to fight a war when you're fighting a war on two fronts hitler would know so here's the thing with this is one i don't want to give you a compliment but two that's a really good idea <laughs> I've not made a pun this entire time, all right? I've earned some credit. All right, fine. It's a good idea. All right, is that what you wanted to hear? Yes, I am the chosen one. You're supposed to save the universe, not destroy it. Um, no, I, I think that's a really good point. because, And that's the thing is, that's how the United States works. Is And I got caught up in it, and I'm very upset you pointed out is, we are a defensive nation. When was the last time we went on the offense? That would... The Mexican War? Yeah, you could make a... Yeah, pretty much the, the Mexican War. You can make a case for Vietnam, the Spanish-American War. Like, we're not an offensive nation. We're, like you said, this speak softly, carry a big stick. We are a defensive nation through our foreign policy. Oh, yeah. Maybe it's time to be like, "Mm, fuck that. Because here's the thing I think we can all agree, right, left. And maybe you don't agree with fucking up another nation's government, but I think we can all agree forced labor camps are bad. (laughs) Yeah. Slavery bad. Uh, I think we've uh, had enough conversations about it this year to, to agree on that. So let's just use our fucking collective purchasing power our fucking power as a country to say fuck you china uh, i mean agreed uh but have you ever seen the movie this is to help back up your point of maybe we should be on the offensive rather than the reaction have you ever seen the movie uh pool junkies i have no idea what you're talking about well there's a scene with christopher walken he's giving this big speech of uh Hey, have you ever seen the documentary channel, you know, the Animal Planet? Yeah. Ever seen that lion, like, you know, lions on the BBC America, whatever, uh, uh, BBC Animal Planet, whatever? Yeah. Well, lion, so hot underneath the sun in the shade, not moving. The lioness, they come, they mess with them. The cubs, they come mess with them. The whole... The whole kingdom sees this, thinking maybe this lion got soft. Then, then the hyenas, the jackals, they start moving in. They start nipping on him. Yet this lion does nothing. So hot, so tired. Then eventually the lion goes, fuck this, and tears the living shit out of all of them. 
Sometimes it's necessary to be a monster when the monster is better than the other. Don't get me wrong. The act of war is something need to be debated, discussed, voted on. But to retaliate, to do the same thing what China is doing to us, you could make the argument eye for an eye makes the whole world blind. But I would make the argument sometimes it's better to resist and be free, even for a moment, than live a life underneath chains. I did not do the pool hall junkies quote justice. I was ab living, I don't remember it directly. But America has always been a hornet's nest. You kick us, we don't get sad, depressed. We get angry and fight back. Maybe it's time for this hornet's nest to expand its territory. And I don't mean like physical territory. I mean influence territory. Of no more slavery. No more children working at dye factories that are choking to death. No more Muslims, simply because of their beliefs in the wrong country, being forced to work camps, being executed in the streets with guns and AKs. No more of our politicians being bribed publicly and underneath the table to influence our own freedoms. Can you imagine a world... Where we looked our politician in the eye and said, hey, you accept $250,000 from China. You're gone. Any public office. You can't apply to the National Park Service and clean bathrooms. You're f- you mean how the point where we get to the point where we can almost tar and feather them? We got to this point for a reason. We need to self-reflect and figure out why this happened. But also, we need to prevent it. We're already burnt. Look, Let's take care of the blisters think, and relearn. No, I, I don't think you're right, Mike. And I think what you're saying about politicians of of tarn and feathering and people who are taking money from China is like we, we can't afford to have elected officials in the back pocket of a foreign enemy. I think we need to get to the point of American society where you are an American or you are not. If you want to take money from foreign interests, could you best disclose that or you're gone? And I want to see Let's... harsh penalties for elected officials who are taking, I don't give a shit if it's $10. You're going to take the money from foreign officials. You're done. Let's make it even simpler. If you're not if you're not on the side of humanitarian, other even even if you're not on the side of America, if you're on the side not here, if you're not on the side of America, as much as it pains me, it's your decision. But not on the side of humanitarian efforts, where you're siding with the people who are literally putting people in mines, chained and shackled, executing them by the dozens and firing squads where you are not human you are beneath it and i'm not trying to dehumanize it to make it easier to kill someone or uh, deal away with something 
if you are willing to send men, women, and children simply because of the way they look, their religious beliefs, or simply because they want to speak their mind into forced labor camps, you, sir, are an evil person. Whether it be man or woman, I use sir as a general term, but you, sir, are a cunt. I want to see politicians who, if they side with a foreign enemy, an enemy United States, I, and this is the thing, is that somehow we got all our fucking wires crossed, and we say China forcing people at fucking gunpoint to, to produce items instead of saying, fuck these guys for not buying shit from them ever again. Fuck those guys. Let's just say if you buy items from overseas, you're fucking done. Like, I, I don't know why it's so fucking complicated. It's expensive. Completely agree. If you buy a, a Yeti mug, it's 30 bucks in the U.S. If you were to pay for it with U.S.-made prices, it'd be $130. Well, that being said, a Yeti will less you last your life. But the, I, I need to play at devil's advocate right here. Yep. Some minerals and resources can only come from China, simply because geology. I... Don't know about a complete ban on trade. Formally. No, we can't do that. Like, legitimately, the correct term would be trade-wise. We that's never going to happen. And I and I think as much as I would like to, I just don't think it's realistically possible to completely ban trade with China. If Until I had, we go to war with them, I'm just disappointed in human. I'm just disappointed in my countrymen. America's never been the general population. What America is, is those few citizens willing to rise above the rest. America's been the, the bravest, the strongest, those people who, if you were gonna pick a scale of, every, you're gonna look at 90% out of 100 people, you're not gonna find Americans on there. America's always been defined by those 10%. They're defined by the percentage of Americans who choose to do what they think is right. What news, the news sources today will look at and say, well, that doesn't make any sense. People who are making decisions that they're losing money but doing the right thing. There's so many fucking Americans who really don't give a shit about what's going on right now. Of all the, the news and this and that and blah, blah, blah. But fuck. They're willing to stand up for what's right in the face of nothing right now. So two things. One, I agree with you. The outliers have the, big, the biggest influence on history. But also to point out, the loudest voices also make the most waves. Because you're the loudest doesn't mean you're the most right. Now, I'm not disagreeing. Outliers change history. Someone trying to change up trade, someone making a new innovation. They influence the world. They change the world. But so many people in the United States, this day of age, walk slowly in a straight line, disciplined to the slaughterhouse. Sheep to the slaughter. So many know that that China is using TikTok to steal all your information. So many know the government is surveilling on you, yet we do not cry out. So many know of all the history moments of when the government start taking away freedoms. It's slowly, not quickly. It's to win a war, you need a few, the individuals who can see, who can innovate, to lead. But at the end of the day, you need a mass to conquer to rule, to overthrow. You need the numbers. And say, what, 300, there's what, 360 million United States citizens. Let's count 20 million of them to children. So that we're looking at 340. Maybe, I would guess, 10 million to 15 million are actual patriots of willing to 
fight, sacrifice, and die for their freedoms, how many of them would gladly, gladly bow their head and say, I did not see anything to atrocity? How many are currently doing it now? Many say, I would, many will cry out saying that they will do something about it, but they'll simply talk about it or send a tweet or an Instagram, but will not do anything about it. Talks cheat, motherfuckers. Action matters. Bold of you to assume there'll be social media once China moves in, Mike. I mean, that's how they're going to influence other countries. That's how they're going to influence the cities to... Yeah, you're going to be able to follow one profile and one profile alone, and that is CCP, the Chinese Communist Party. <laughs> when when will we learn extremism is bad, whether it be on the far right or the far left, fascism and cap communism, fucking both evil, and we never fucking learn. Uh, fucking probably never. But, I mean, Thomas Jefferson said that. He said the tree of life needs to be watered by the blood of tyrants. Oh, I thought for a minute you are going to make a Thomas Jefferson said China's a cunt joke. Uh, it's moments like these. I'm, thank God I'm in Texas where we have the most special forces, retired special forces people in the entire United States. Where I'm like, you know what? The world wants a shit. I have used their skills. I can help them out. You know, I can. But... We have a lot of ex-military special forces and military bases. Look, here's the thing. We're all Americans. Are we? With that no. much money going into the banks of politicians? Are they really We're American? Not. We're not Americans, but our listeners, Norwegians. Thank God for them. Thank God for Norwegians. The cool the cool European countries. And by cool the ones European who resisted countries, Nazis. We mean not France and not... <laughs> But, uh, no, I, I, here's the thing about Americans is name the enemy. We've been willing to fight tooth and nail to defeat an enemy who very clearly overpowers us, whether it's in, I mean, back from the de back in the day, better red than, de uh, better dead than red. Uh, um, fuck. I can't remember the phrase for this, uh, this, the civil war. And then, well, Honest, honestly, China might just supply our politicians to make us go to a different third world country like uh, India, the Philippines, or somewhere in Africa that might already be underneath Chinese rule. Because, I mean, again, China owns a lot of the world right now. Americans are losing faith in politicians. Right, left, doesn't fucking matter. They're losing faith. Um, China might elect different politicians. It doesn't fucking matter. Americans are not holding the same faith in politics as they did 10 years ago. It doesn't matter what side they're on. It's just not there. The right doesn't have support for, you know. It doesn't matter if they're the gate. It doesn't matter if you trust them or not. If they're still the gatekeepers, they're still the gatekeepers. If you still can't get a permit to build a factory What's, to produce this. What do you think is the most dangerous country to be a politician in? Uh, a politician in? Probably Here? Venezuela? Probably. But in the long term, like it's uh, power corrupts and absolute power corrupts all a bill somewhere that says, hey, if we were buying this good from a forced labor camp, we should not be allowed to import in the United States. But that's not where we are. And that has to be decided by a politician to pass those bills. So all we can do right now is not by Chinese, by American 
or even European, any and literally anyone, but but I I don't think people realized how well China has played the game, not the game, the game, the game of power. They have, I mean, cut off ties with uh, recycling in 2018. The Silk Road Initiative in 2013 or 15, can't remember. There are new treaties with Iran. There are uh, tentacles implementing South, Central and South America and Africa. Their setup of minerals and resources. China has played the best game I've ever seen. I mean, Tom Brady on steroids. Like, Ronaldo is, on that's steroids. A, that's a perfect... No, no, not Ronaldo. Tom Brady is a perfect analogy. It is the most boring game. It's so fucking slow. No one's going to watch it, and that's what they want. It's so fucking boring. No one's going to pay attention because they're not taking vast amounts of land. They're not taking vast amounts of resources they're just taking a little bit here and there because that's what they, they can keep do. marching down the field. That's what they're doing. They're going every single chance they can get. They're ta- they're putting out the clock. They're seeing how much time they can get to go past before they actually make a move. They don't want it to look like they're winning. They want it to look like it's happenstance that they're doing what they're doing. That's the scary thought that China's the Tom Brady of the world. First off, the Patriots is the rule book China's going to take used to take down the United States. It's very fitting. That's, that's so sad. I'm so sad now. That's such an irony. I mean, yeah, it's it's not a quick beheading. It's a death by a thousand cuts. It's a war of entrenchment. It's dehydration, starvation, slowly. I, I, again, you don't know your freedoms are gone. They don't take them right away, all of them right away. They slowly start taking them. They start, start. They slowly start implementing things. And ch- God damn, China is not a sleeping giant. It's a sleeping tyrant. I've said it once. I'll say it again. They are th- right now. They're the most dominant, probably. Country and I think on the planet. that's. Right, are we getting conspiracy theories? This You're is, the one editing this, so you go right ahead. So, yes. <laughs> um, during the 2016 election, we saw a lot of media traffic about how making Russia out to be the enemy. And I think that was on purpose because I think the enemy's not Russia. Not that we shouldn't watch Russia and make sure they're not fucking shit up. But I think that China wants us to look at Russia as our enemy. Because if they can divide and conquer us, they can take us and they can take Russia. But combined, they're never going to be able to conquer the United States and Russia at the same time. Oh, one one alone is a hundred years worth of resources. It's it's so much to just take one of those. It's I mean, it's their entire castles, their sieges. They're they're so much resource. And we'll have to see which one they choose. I don't think they're taking Russia because Russia. I I can see Russia using nukes before America. I I can. With all the hot water Putin's in right now, I can see him going, okay, you want to fucking play? Well, say hello to my little friend. There goes Hong Kong. Yeah, I I agree. But, man, I, I think if, if it came to an actual invasion, we'd be done with them. 
Well, it really depends. Do. Are we keep electing leaders based on their beliefs, or are we get uh, keep electing military leaders based on their performance? I mean, Hannibal was probably a misogynistic, sexist asshole, but boy, was that North African man, the Carthage, one of the best generals ever in history. Do you want to win, or do you want to be the nice guy? One, I think it's starting to get to that point. I think that's the point that we leave off on, because I think that's what people are going to have to decide. Of, and I think we're going to have to do another episode on this, not this episode, but another one of what is our relationship with China? Are we in a Cold War? I, I, I think we are, but what does that mean for us? What do we need to do? How are we supposed to act? My first action is act aggressive, but I know that's the wrong thing. I, I, I don't know. I guess my is the idea that you said, good job, Mike, a little pat on the head, is we try to mess up their servers, their internet, and simply make China fight their own people by giving their people information. It's the only, I guess, to tear down a mountain, you need a lot of water. Maybe we just keep giving the people in VPNs, informations, torrents to help finding information outside of their country. We just keep giving them VPNs that says, the surfer they're using is like Xi Jinping's Xi Jinping's. <laughs> if there's here's the thing though, if there's one thing the United States is good at, is it's being trolls. We can I don't do know. That. China might and Russia might have us be on that too. But we've never been unified trolls. We're currently just trolling each other for shits and gigs. Oh yeah, internet is undefeated champs. Internet will always be undefeated champs. Like America might be back to back World War champs, and we might be drawed cold war champs but the internet will always be number one champs internet always wins so i i am in agreement with you mike is i think the chinese military doesn't make it past the mississippi river they get bogged down and trying to take care trying to cover the ground that they've conquered with the resistance as well as the cities that they've conquered <sighs> i think it ends Mostly like World War One rather than World War Two, where it's it's a push, 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 and all of a sudden it's trench warfare. We're fighting for inches rather than hundreds of miles. I think this ends in some form of a treaty. If you know, if again, if the war goes more than four years, I think China makes it to our soil. If the war goes less than three years we might go onto china's soil but if china gets to our soil i think they try to take as much as they can and dig in and try to make some sort of treaty much like world war one where they try to dig in the trenches and rather than give up land use unethical warfare to keep it eventually a treaty of versailles or at this point since Probably if it's happening on the United States, the Treaty of Guam or the Treaty of Ontario. But I don't know what China would ask for. There's no way that we want to let China have land in America still. No, we'd never. I mean, I, the fight would go on until they got out of that. We'd have to take back land on their own continent because that's the thing that they want the most. So yeah, that's, what I, that's what I'm thinking. I'm thinking China... If entrenched, and we come to a but I think agreement, will ask for most of Asia and keep it uh, most of Asia under their control. I completely agree. 
I mean, I think that's China. They want to own, like you said, all most of Asia, which is entirely true. Now, this is a question that I think maybe we leave off on this, unless you had a good answer of, as a country, these as the United States, are we are we willing to sacrifice all these Asian countries, South Korea, Taiwan, all our it'd be up to a debate territories in the Pacific to the Chinese in order to secure our survival. Are we willing to let them undergo communist rule, Chinese dictatorship that's for a good us question. to be free? Because I think that's what it's going to come down to. That's a very good question. Would you rather have your... Oh, God. I That one I need more thought on. I think that's a perfect question to lead off on. And uh, if people want to tell us their answers, where could they find us, Nick? Well, you can find us on Instagram. That's where we'll post photos from recording and whatever the fuck we're doing in our lives. Uh, if you want to talk about it, our discussion is going to be moved more towards the Reddit. So if you go to Reddit Backyard Philosophy, that's where we'll be. Um, and we'll uh, be posting pictures with captions and need to comment on what do you think? It, you know, whatever episode, if you have something to say, let us know. And uh, eventually we'll probably ch- try and touch back on it. We want to interact with you guys as much as hopefully you guys want to interact with us. So if you have something to say, let us know. You know, if you have some idea on the topic that we missed, we'll try and bring it up in the future. Actually, Nick, I have something to say. Fuck Chinese government. Oh, okay. So we want to not record any more episodes. Yeah, fuck China. <laughs> well, the China, there are a lot of people in China trying to fight. Mainly, specifically, fuck the Chinese government. But also, Nick. But with that being said, Nick, what book are you reading? And uh, who's it by and how you like it? Well, uh, you know, right now I'm reading The Savage Wars of Peace by Max Boot. What are you reading, Mike? A book kind of also appropriate for this episode. I'm reading The, uh, the 48 Laws of Power by Robert Greene, which is about pretty much how to get power how to keep power how to manipulate power it's about uh it's historical example it's like the sun zoo of power rather than the sun than warfare hmm. so kind of appropriate for what we're talking about it, uh have you read uh the master switch by tim Wu? i have not oh add it to your list that's a good one uh but uh this book is very interesting because the book is not limited towards one region or one historical point they go across all the different nations and different time frames to point out good historical examples. And I've realized how many implementations of tactics I've used, whether it be mentally or subconsciously, to influence people or vice versa if they've used on me. They've used on me. But, uh, yeah, with that being said... Uh, God damn, China is the ultimate chess player. (laughs) Well, with that being said, thank you all for listening. Thanks for listening to the Backyard Philosophy Podcast. We rarely finish a podcast without missing a point we wanted to bring up, so let us know what we forgot. And if you have a topic you want us to talk about, let us know at Backyard Philosophy on Instagram 